We are live back in it. Our podcast that hopefully this audio works a lot better. Even if it doesn't, we don't really actually care. No, we get to talk, drink some whiskey, hang out. That's pretty much all we're here for. Talk about some subjects that might be a little touchy. Controversial. Have a good time. I love that. I'm going to take off my shoes. I want to get uncomfortable here. Get uncomfortable. Or get comfortable. You want me to be uncomfortable? Get uncomfortably comfortable. Hmm. <laughs> I mean, I could take off my pants, but I'm not going to. Well. I mean, you have the fire going. The fire is lit. The vibe is there. And that is what we need. Dude, how was your day? Dude, it's just a busy day, as always. Yeah. Feel you. But it wasn't too bad, you know? Got a nice bottle of whiskey here that mm-hmm. we're going to uh, do a little uh, show on, and it's pretty much all we need. Whiskey and vibes. So, this whiskey is Long Branch. It's a collaboration that Matthew McConaughey and the head distiller of Wild Turkey did. I believe his name is Eddie Russell. And so this is an eight-year-old whiskey. Uh, And it's proofed out at 83 proof. So it's a little bit lower of a proof, which in turn will make it nice and smooth. Or no, 86 proof. 86, yeah. Uh, The mash bill is 75% corn, 13% rye, and 12% malted barley. And right off the bat, at least on the nose for me, I was getting a little bit of that nice, sweet caramel. A little vanilla. Vanilla, cereal. And then a a little bit. Very little hint of oak. It's not as powerful as a lot of bourbons are. It's not oak forward. And then it's it's actually pretty sweet. Very sweet. Right at the forefront. A little honey. Like caramel towards the end. A little spicy at the end, too. Yeah. Which, not overpowering, though. No, but, yeah. Pretty, uh... And once you let it air a little bit, you start hitting... You get start getting a lot of those notes. I've definitely noticed, noticed like, a little bit on the forefront with the honey. A little bit of citrus, which is a pleasant. Makes it a little light. A little bit more. And the caramel makes it silky. Overall, combined, it's a, it's a really, really smooth, fucking good whiskey. Really good. Very smooth, very tasty. I like that uh, spice at the end, too, where it, it, it fades out well. It doesn't, it's not like a super lingering, burn your face off kind of thing, just <clears throat> smooth. Yeah, it doesn't uh, stick around for a long period. Right. Mellows out quite a bit. Not only is Matthew McConaughey just a stud of a human, but he he, made, he does everything. He does everything. That dude. All right, all right, all right. 
Dude's built different. You know what I'm saying? Good, solid actor. Entrepreneur. I I don't know what else to say about him. Um, uh, he does sell Lincolns or spokesperson. That is true. That is true. Where he's drinking wild turkey in one of those commercials, what, sitting in the back. What was the movie that, that he did? Um, where he, the Lincoln lawyer? Did you ever see that? Mm-hmm. This is a kind of a pimp ass movie. Dude, he's he's been in a lot of good movies. He he's, just brings a whole different vibe to a movie. Yeah. Pretty studly. Great You're actor. Like, I want to be his friend. I want to hang out with him. I, I want to drink with that guy. I want to just. I want him to tell me bedtime stories. Tuck you in. Yeah, a hundred percent. I bet he would do a good tuck. Oh, with those hands. <laughs> <laughs> his voice. Oh, so soothing. I really wish I could mimic his voice, but I can't. I'm not very good at it. I don't it. know if anyone can really. If there's someone that can do that. We have to have them on and do that impersonation. That'd be uh, that'd be next level, honestly. Maybe that's what we should do. We should just stop doing what we're doing and just mimic people. Do impersonations? Impersonations. For like 30 I mean, minutes. That's a solid impersonation. I'm, I'm, I mean, I can do a Jersey accent, but I can't do Jersey. He's just going to drink your whiskey and sit there, you piece of shit. Okay. All right. It's fine. I just don't understand how things are going to go tonight. How's your mother? Tell me how your mother is. You know, my mother's doing great. She was a little sick, but now she's mm. cured, which cured. is super nice. You know, it's like she's good. She's cured of everything. Just have to spray a little Windex. Mm. Windex. Well, I'm glad your mother's cured, but you're still a piece of shit, <laughs> just like your father. Don't talk about my father. Good for nothing. You're just no good duck. Oh, <laughs> we should probably stop doing that. Well, we should. Should I talk in a low voice though? My seduction voice. Well, I think we're kind of figuring this out. You know, it is what it is. All I know is, um, I like this whiskey. Yeah, it's smooth. It's very smooth, and not bad. At least here in Oregon, what it was like thirty-three bucks. Thirty, yeah, thirty-two something. Yeah, pretty not cheap, bad really. price point. I know every state's a little different on pricing and how much they like upsell everything. Because whenever you know you drive through California and you stop at a liquor store down there, it's fucking the prices are through the roof. Really, I would have thought it would have been cheaper down there. Oh hell no! Like if you're trying to find an allocated bottle, they upsell, they upcharge it. I mean, you can find an allocated bottle here for around like sixty bucks. Because they don't upcharge it that much. Mm -hmm. And it's controlled by the OLCC. You go down there, it's not controlled by any like liquor board, from my understanding. And so they can get a bottle for... Say that liquor store gets this rare bottle for 40 bucks. Mm -hmm. They can, they will upsell it. 900 Yeah. Wow. $900. I didn't actually know that. That's it's why ridiculous. you just got to buy Costco whiskey. Dude, Costco... Has all the sales. Costco's where it's at. That's one thing that's super nice about Costco. Well, not in Oregon, at least. But in other states that they sell. Sell liquor. alcohol, yeah. And I mean, even their uh, 
I was we were talking about it the other day how their uh, vodka is made by Grey Goose and their tequila is made by somebody. It's not like crappy stuff. It's actually pretty good mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah, get a rotisserie chicken and just a bottle of whiskey or whatever liquor you want. Blackout right there. That's all you need. Quick little bulk blackout. items. <laughs> That's why you can only buy it in half gallons. Get a mattress there, rotisserie chicken. Mm. See? Get a good night's rest with a bottle of whiskey. Have some solid food in, uh, in your belly. And a nice mattress for a good price. And if you're lucky... You get what all are, of it. I don't even know. I don't know where I was going with that. That was kind of yeah, dumb. Yeah, you kind of lost me on that one. <laughs> I lost myself, okay? That's fine. Doesn't matter. So should we get into it? Let's get into it. This let's is going to be a touchy subject. Let's get controversial. Let's, you know. Let's get some people pissed off. If you're listening, bat the hatches. Close the doors. Call your mother. Tell her you're sorry. I don't know. All the above. Don't take it personal. We're going to bring different views from both sides. Try to make it as equal. Um, and then if there's any recommendations that you guys want, just DM us or find us on uh, or leave a comment. Can and you do if that? You, I think you can leave a comment. Okay. I didn't know that. Maybe. I'm not sure. I'd be hashtagging the shit out of our stuff if I knew that. But, well, if you want to hear, like, an opposing individual, we can we can definitely have a later episode where we bring that person on and have a debate. I'm always down to debate. I love to uh, friendly argue. It is a friendly argument. Yeah. Because no one takes it personal. Yeah. But at the end of the night, someone might. Some it always happens. Will. It doesn't matter. So we're not even going to be that diversal, though. D- diverse, diversal, diverse, whatever. Doesn't matter. I've been drinking. So the the subject that we're talking about today is the homelessness that we have experienced in this great communist state of Oregon. Yep. That's this good old state of, state of Oregon. <laughs> and I know a bunch of other states are also dealing with it, so it's something that people can relate to. Uh, we'll just kind of hit some experiences, look at some t- statistics. Maybe tell a few stories. Yeah, talk about a few stories. We got enough. And kind of where we're like coming from on it. Because mm. you, see, you see it every day, and then when you talk to other people or you talk, yeah. So we'll we'll just dive into it a little uh, a little bit, but it's a, a huge issue right now. And what we've noticed is more and more homeless have come to Oregon because it's so accommodating from other states, or other states are busing people here, right. which solves their issue, but doesn't solve our homeless issue here. And you can't really pawn the pawn people off, which other states are doing. Doing, yeah. I think kind of the biggest issue for us really is not necessarily um, the increase amount in homelessness, but like the 
well i mean that is an issue but kind of the way we handle it we don't we enable the the homeless population we're not you know helping them solve their drug issues or their abuse or anything like that as much as we are just enabling them to continue to live that lifestyle and mm -hmm. that's kind of where we face the biggest problem here in Oregon nothing like you know LA and San Francisco where you know that's just a whole new level but we've definitely seen a, a pretty severe increase in Oregon in the last you know and a lot of year. city councilors in different towns believe that the solution to end homelessness is to buy shelters and to buy buy these places to house these individuals it, it's still means that they're homeless but they're off the street which doesn't it doesn't help like it's not solving the mental illness it's not solving the drug issues and a lot of these individuals like are all about well drugs or they have these mental illnesses that need to be uh addressed and i would say a good majority at least 80 percent don't want the help mm -hmm. they don't want the help like if an individual is experiencing homelessness and they want help and they want to get better they want to get on their feet that's a whole different story like i'm all for helping people making sure that they get up on their feet and get uh get the help that they need but then there's people that just abuse the system and take these handouts like we enable people mm -hmm. we give them propane tanks we give them food we give we give them all these things we give them money and all they do what they do is they turn around buy drugs overdose repeat right like why why do they need to work if we're just going to hand them everything that's just an enabling people to keep in the same on the same path that they're already on right and i think <clears throat> another like crazy thing too like statistically speaking um people that live in like trailers like you know in our local town we got a lot of blm kind of land out south east of town and if you're in a trailer, that's not considered homelessness. I think what they only consider homelessness is the actual, like, sleeping on the streets, which is baffling to me that you can just go live in the woods for eternity, like, and not pay taxes, not do any of that kind of shit. And, and also, like, a fucking force. Yeah, burn down the forest. Like, I mean, there's so many different issues that we deal with, specifically out there, but... I mean, just the the trend over the last 20 years. Like, we haven't seen a, a high like this since 2007, 2008 with the huge recession. And even then, it wasn't um, kind of, I mean, it it's close to the same numbers we're seeing now. But, but we also don't have state resources. Yeah. So when a lot of these state psych wards started to shut down they didn't have a solution for these individuals a lot of these people were 
had criminal backgrounds, they had psychological issues that they were being treated for, but they didn't have a place to go, and ultimately, we just threw them out on the fucking street. Yeah. That didn't solve the issue. That made things worse. We, we took people that were being treated, and to be fair, at least in the 80s and 70s, some of the tactics and treatments were unethical and inhumane but also some of the uh some of the more humane treatments like medications and having visits with psychologists and so forth actually uh, actually helped but what ended up happening is we kept shutting down psych wards and then we would just yeah institutions and send them right on the street so they didn't have a place to go. They didn't have a way to get on their feet. It's kind of like our uh, criminal justice, like jails, mm-hmm. prisons. There's no rehabilitation. It's right. like you just get thrown back on and then they're re- repeat offenders. Yeah. Well, and I think, <clears throat> you know, I mean, there's almost 600,000 people across the United States that are homeless, which is insane. But I, I think... Truly, I truly do think in 2022, you know, it is impossible to be homeless anymore unless it's by choice, whether it's drug or alcohol issues, like mental issues. In my opinion, that's still a choice. You know, I can walk down to freaking Arby's and get hired on at 18, 25 an hour. And, you know, that's enough to live. Whether or not. There's jobs everywhere. There's jobs everywhere. I mean, the unemployment rate over the last, you know, year, I mean, it spiked last May at like a, or sorry, last April at a high across America at like uh, 13.2%, I think, across America was unemployed. Hmm. Like, there is jobs everywhere. You, It is a choice to be homeless in today's time. I truly think that. 13.2%, sorry, April of last year, 2021. But you you physically have a body, right? You can go work. You can go do whatever. It is a choice. You don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. And I don't care if you're addicted to drugs, alcohol, all that shit. Like, there's so many programs out there to help people that they just realize that they don't have to do it. Yeah, they don't have to do it whatsoever. They have a choice. That's a great thing about America is you have a choice. But we can't keep enabling these individuals and keep handing out fucking everything. Right. Because it doesn't solve the issue. We have resources to help them. They they have been given resources. They've been given everything that they need to... Improve their way of life. Yeah, be successful. And instead they choose, well, I can keep getting handed things and not have to pay for anything. They can keep paying everything for me. And then I'll get some money on the side from like taxes or whatever. Yeah. And I'll use that for drugs and I don't have to fucking do shit. And there's all these jobs. Like you see job postings everywhere. Like you were saying, $18, $19 starting out, $15, $16 starting out. It's like pe- they want people, but no one wants to work. Yeah. 
which that's more of an American issue at this point. Yeah. A bunch of lazy ass bastards. But I mean, <clears throat> what, what, uh, is it the Dutch that have like the, uh, the program that's more so rewarding based on behavior? Is that the Dutch? Do you know who, what I'm talking about? Basically like they'll set you up, like they'll get you a, they have these apartments cause they don't believe like you can't be homeless on the street. Like we have here. Like, I don't know which way you came in today, but like right over here at the, the corner, they just kicked like 50 homeless people out this weekend, which I love that personally because I don't have fucking homeless people walking through my yard, leaving shit all the time. Mm-hmm. But, Watch um, out for needles. Feces. Yeah. I mean, it's rid- ridiculous, but, um, it's either the Dutch or the, or the never Netherlands, which I think is the same thing. I should probably know that, but I don't. But um, it's more of a, a risk-reward system, right? You want to be homeless? Well, that's fine. You mm-hmm. got to go to this camp. Okay, well, when you're here, you know, if you do X, Y, and Z, we'll give you this, which will promote you to this step. And it's like the the step program of rehabilitation. There's no rehabilitation here, mm-hmm. you know? like. And it seems like their city council's goals in the city that we live in and the majority of cities that we look at are we need to buy shelters. We need to house these people, but that doesn't, and we'll solve the homeless issues. Like that doesn't solve it. That doesn't solve anything. You were just putting a fucking bandaid on it and saying it's fixed when it's not fixed. Yeah. Do you follow uh Oregon looks like shit? No, but it does on Instagram. It's, it's very eye opening. It looks like shit. <laughs> it, I mean, needles everywhere. You have to be careful. Yeah, you I don't want my dog or you can't let your dog run free kids in the woods to anymore. step on human feces or step on needles or get poked by a needle. I mean, even the other day when we were on that call and I'm like leaning on homeboy's trailer and there's just feces right there. Yeah, there's shit on, on the, the walls the- and piss going down the side of the road because county just lets whoever the hell they want live there like i guess i should probably try to evade taxes and live for free and do that but i guess i'm not mentally you're you're american American. you pay your taxes yeah i do and i still bitch about it oh yeah we always need something to bitch about that's true but you know yeah, a lot of people, there's a good amount that want to be, want the help. And I'm all for lending a hand and helping and seeing that get done. But what I don't appreciate is being taken advantage of and seeing how the system continues to fail. I think that is the most frustrating thing. One of the most frustrating things. And I, I 100% agree with you. Do you feel like... I would definitely say over the last six months to a year, like I've become so much more toxic about the situation. Like even at work, like, you know, Oh yeah. Show up on a call and you're just like, like, I'm not going to take you to the hospital. You're not going to pay the bill. You're not going to do this. You don't need to fucking be there. Like, I don't, I'm just way more bitter about it anymore. I used to care. Like I remember growing up, Growing up as a kid, you you know, you see somebody panhandling on the side of the road, you're like, 
mom, like, let's give them five dollars. Like you, you have the best intentions for that person, right? Like no, but then now you know they're gonna go and use it for drugs. You're like, I'm not gonna give you fucking money. Exactly. I mean, the the common dose of meth to get you high for twelve hours is four dollars and fifty three cents. To get you high for like that's cheaper than a Coors Light at the local bar. It is. You're paying five dollars, five six bucks yeah. for a fucking Coors at a bar now. Honestly, uh, instead of drinking whiskey, you should probably just do meth. It's cheaper, highs last longer, and you, you ruin stay your up all life. night. You stay. You could get so much accomplished. Yeah, clean your whole house, top to bottom. <laughs> paint your ceiling. Paint the ceiling. You could do so much in that amount of time. Dig a ditch. Honestly, You're like you know, we're going to change the irrigation out tonight. Let's do a little bit of meth and we'll fix we'll get the it landscape. done within a couple hours, dude. And we'll clean the house. We'll paint the house, replace all the windows. I think we're talking about Adderall at this point. We're not talking about meth, but I don't know. Might be a little paranoid too if someone's Either watching. Way. Dude, it's just it's just crazy. Like the uh, the enabling nature that we have at this point. It's just. It's ridiculous, and we're. I want to make fun of it because that's the way I process it. And how do we fix it though? Like, what's the what's the end goal? Where, like, are we gonna leave five hundred thousand Americans homeless every year? I mean, unsh- you know, the thing that's a common question everyone asks. How are we going to fix it? Like, well, we can add uh, psychological help. We'll have free resources on that. But Oregon has all of those things. We've decriminalized hardcore drugs. We have resources that you can get on Oregon Health, uh, Oregon Health Plan. So you have med- uh, medical, dental, vision. You have everything. You can get psychological help. You can go to treatment centers on the taxpayers' dimes and on state funding because that's what we wanted to do as a whole community. We have all these resources that are there. We just don't use them. And people know about them. And there's uh, community assistance individuals that go out and inform uh, individuals that are experiencing homelessness and they still don't take advantage of it. And it seems like a common excuse is like, well, I don't have the funds for it. Well, it's taken care of. The funds are, it's all taken care of. You don't have to front the bill. You don't have to pay anything. It's free. You go and you get help. You get better. You get on your feet. We have all those resources where you can get the correct medication, especially if you're having psychological issues that you might need taken care of we have all these things so that people can get better now it's coming down now to a choice Mm -hmm. so how do we fix it we can't because one people don't want some people don't want help we can fix a small portion because of the resources that we have and the people that seek them out. But I personally, I'm not going to enable people anymore or the homeless population. I'm not going to enable them. Right. I don't want to enable them because I feel like 
we are that's what we're doing at this point in time is enabling their behaviors that are causing them harm their family harm and stress and they don't want help like we have the resources we have everything that you can fucking think of right and they don't take advantage of it because well, they want to be handed things on and a silver pampered. platter and do you remember like back in the day I, I mean the only homeless people I used to remember seeing are like people that had like oh I'm a I'm a veteran I don't even trust those anymore no you can't dude the, I mean the veteran homeless rates right here across the entire United States there's 37,000 vets that are uh, homeless right out of 600,000 people that are homeless a year. That's impressive. Like, the, the veteran homeless rate is down. People have the signs, which just pisses me off. Like, those people should be shot for stolen valor. Oh, uh, yeah. Like, I stolen valor is a huge deal. Huge. But it's not, it's not those kind of people anymore. It's the people that are... They're taking advantage of... Taxpaying citizens that drive by and see, I'm a vet. Please help me when they might not be. Thank you, sir. I saw you struggling to get the bottle, so I'll I'm struggling help you a little bit. <laughs> this whiskey is good. I do actually really enjoy this. Solid whiskey. You know it's what I can't get over? Matthew McConaughey. Well, Matthew McConaughey tucking me in and telling me about... Uh, Would him. you rather do the first 99% of a blowjob on Matthew McConaughey or the last 1%? <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> that goes to everybody in the audience, too. I feel like you'd Bro, make that's it a so million, pleasant. That's a million dollar load in your mouth. I'm probably going to get dinner after either way. <laughs> to be quite honest, I don't want a penis in my mouth. That's a fair statement, but that wasn't the question. Yeah, it, it, it we'll is table the question. It. We'll table it for a later discussion. The first 99% or the 99% of the blowjob and one or the last 1%, either I get the load in my mouth or I don't. <laughs> or I don't. There's still a penis in my mouth. Yeah, well, one shows passion and one just shows dedication. That's a good way to put it. Passion versus dedication. Oh, God. No, thanks. We're going to table that for sure. Back to the homeless pandemic. I mean, the homeless pandemic is worse than the freaking COVID pandemic, but... That just brings up a whole nother side. That's point. a whole nother, a whole nother topic to jump into. That <laughs> <is> super controversial. <laughs> I don't. I don't even feel like this is a controversial topic at this point anymore. Like, this is just a fucking issue. This isn't controversial. No, no, no. The homeless. Homeless. Yeah. It's not. It shouldn't be controversial. If you're one of the people that hand fucking water bottles out to the homeless people, honestly. Good for you. Good for you. And uh, I'm sorry that you're naive. Yeah. I Is mean, that wrong? 
I don't know. I don't care, actually. What, Oregon wants to put in a bill to start sales tax? And that money that they acquire from sales tax would be a stipend for every homeless person. Oh, that's good. Let's just give them more shit. So you get like a $500 stipend every month. Is that actually legit? That's a bill oh that they want to they want to pass. Good thing I'm... For sales tax. Like that Morgan. is fucked up. Yeah, no, it is. Are you shitting me? How... Like, how is that productive? How does that solve the issue? That doesn't solve any fucking issue. Our homeless That rate, means I need to go homeless, so I get my $500 100%. a month. Yeah, 100%. You don't have to pay for shit. You don't have to pay taxes on it. You don't have anything. You just get free money. Here you go. Communist state of Oregon. That's why I'm going to Colorado, which is still kind of a communist state, but it's way prettier. Well, it's as pretty. There's just no ocean touching it. Yeah, you're missing the ocean life now. Denver flights, baby. Denver PDX. Sand in between your toes. Matthew McConaughey talking to you on the beach. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Dude, I'm so glad you picked this whiskey out. This is a fucking good whiskey. This is a really good whiskey. And it's Matthew McConaughey. I just It's a whole subject. We could easily have Matthew McConaughey on here and just talk. I would just listen to him. I'd probably fall asleep. I'd be doing the first 99%. (laughs) (laughs) That's a joke. Oh. Um, Yeah, you know, I I saw it there, and it was the only bottle left of it. And I was like, hmm. And then I I looked at it, and I was like, no, it's made by a wild turkey. Which, wild turkey is my first breakup whiskey, actually. Is that your, like, first go-to? No, whiskey? no, no. Or like the just first, your very first breakup. The first breakup I ever had. That's what I had. Wild turkey. Oh. Classic. A little wild turkey in you? Mm. Yep. Back in 2014, brother. So long Maybe ago. 15. I don't really remember. I would like to say she's forgettable, but she's still hot, so that doesn't help. I think you're in No. Oh. It's for the best. <laughs> That's a fact. She's crazy, though, so it's totally mm-hmm. fine. There's that whole crazy hot ratio. She was a fucking 10-10. On the crazy hot score? Oh, yeah. 10 hot, if 10 If anyone crazy. has not seen the video of the guy going over the hot scale and the crazy scale, because there is a level. You need to find. And you also have to understand the crazy hot level that you're okay with i'm down to deal with a 10 10 i mean you did i did it sounds like you did yeah she lived in arizona at the time why do i think for arizona girls that's like a common thing apparently really this is i mean that's you're all about arizona girls no Hmm. they just interesting they're hot and crazy i don't know hot and bothered oh i didn't hear that what I think New Jersey girls would be on like the crazy scale like the Yeah, but they're not hot. No. You ever met a Jersey girl? They're crazy. They are crazy. I mean Bon Quiqui's from New Jersey, I'm pretty sure. Actually Bon Quiqui's and made Snooki up from, is from Jersey. Snooky. That's who I was thinking of. Mm-hmm. Jersey she Shore. She always wants smoosh smoosh. Bro. I know a lot of homies from New Jersey and they all divorced. 
not really, but I made that up. It's like a 50-50 ratio, though. Just like, eh, I'm tired of you, new person. We're so off topic. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't even matter. Oh. It doesn't even matter. Speaking of No, I think we got our point across, though. Or not even our point across. Yeah, our point across. I'm not going to. We just talked about the topic. The issue. The issue. The issue. I swear to God, every single person I drive down, that's just like, it doesn't even matter if like you're walking and on the side of the street. I just Mm -hmm. look at you and I'm like, fuck you. Because I think they're homeless instantly. That's an issue. That's an issue for you. I know it's an issue for me. I'm driving to my own house today. To come meet you here. <laughs> Everyone and walking every the single person. Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, and I fuck literally you. just wanted to flip everybody off. I was so angry. I don't know why. You were in a mood today. I was like. in a mood today. I was. I don't know why. I'm such a happy, nice guy most of the time, but that's okay. Everyone has those moods. Dude, it was today for sure. I don't know why. Actually, on the way here, this is the dude that I said fuck you to. He was on the side of the road underneath Pilot Butte. With one shoe on, the other shoe was sitting next to him, and he was dancing around, yelling at people. So, he obviously is high as shit. Maybe. I can't. Probably dealing with some Mental demons. disorders mm-hmm. that we don't help him with, which honestly isn't my problem. No, but then but. you also have to jump. I mean, they do have to jump through all these hoops to even get help, too. I don't know there if there's a solution because we have all those resources jail is definitely not the solution like that doesn't solve shit no not one bit i mean we could try to solve to oh the world's problems right now right here with matthew mcconaughey i feel like i could solve the world's problems right now this is i mean we have not drank much of this bottle but i'm i don't know i guess i didn't eat for the last like six Mm. hours so you're feeling a little bit more. I feel McConaughey, whether he's with me in spirit or <laughs> physically inside of me. <laughs> from drinking, <laughs> from drinking his whiskey, everybody. Long Branch. Long Branch. Yo, there's a reason they named it that. There has to be. Yeah, there is. He's got it's a long because- branch. I'll read it to you. How about that? He's got a long branch. You know, I bet he does. <laughs> I wanted to say something right there, but I'm glad uh, I didn't. Because we would have to delete the entire segment and recircle back. Hold on one second while I find it. So this is a quote from Senor Matthew. Uh, from so Long Branch is a collaboration of Wild Turkey, like we talked about. Creative director Matthew McConaughey and master distiller Eddie Russell. The company says it was inspired by Matthew McConaughey's Kentucky and Texas roots. This rare small batch Kentucky bourbon is refined with Texas. No, that's not what I was looking for. That was a great quote. It is. Oh, uh, oh, okay. Matthew McConaughey said, uh, here, 
here's the quote that I was looking for. Long branch, in its simplest form, is an extended hand inviting a friend into your family. So the branch that was extended to me from the Russells was a long one, one that reached from Kentucky to Texas and back again. I actually did read that, and I was like, wow, that's actually pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I like that. So long branch is the extension of you putting your hand out for, I would say, your friends and mm-hmm. bringing them in to be family. This is definitely a good whiskey to have this is, on the yeah. countertop. Uh-huh. Have it with friends, with your new family. It just baffles up. me that it's a wild turkey. Because I'm wild used to, like... Wild turkey has some really good whiskey. I know, but I'm used to, like... it. I'm They're used to wild like, turkey out of a fucking plastic jar or bottle. Mm-hmm. Which they do have some really cheap whiskey, too. They do. And if you... But they have some good ones, too. Yeah. Like this one. This is an eight-year-old whiskey. Delicious. If only Matthew McConaughey would sign the bottle. He did. Well, like, physically. Like, eyes on him. Oh, him actually signing the bottle? Yeah. Then we could that sell has it. has a signature on there. We could sell it for more. That means we have to, like, run into Matthew McConaughey and hope that we have a bottle on hand. Honestly, that's just, like, a so casual interaction. We have to carry a bottle wherever we go. And if we run into Matthew McConaughey, have him sign the bottle. By force. Or out of generosity. I think he'd be up for signing the bottle. He probably would. And actually, he'd probably want to have a drink. He... Yeah. All I know is if I ever get in legal trouble, I'm going to hire him. Hmm? If, if I'm in legal issues, probably going to have to hire him. Yeah, he would talk you out of every situation. No, he would talk you out of every crime that you've ever committed. Possibly. Casually. <clears throat> He's such a good public speaker. I choked on some whiskey. <laughs> This is definitely uh, just one of those. We hit our point. We hate. We we hit our point. We hate the outcome. Yep. But we're still here. We're still here. We're just we're just rambling. Enjoying life with a good bottle. Mm-hmm. People need to do this more. This would solve America's issues. It would. It might create some alcoholism, but... Oh, yeah. There's consequences. You can't get what you already got. Mm -mm. That's what I say. But, I mean, just enjoying each other's company. Mm Mm-hmm. Where do we... Where do we go from here? I think uh, well, I think we've hit all the main topics. We did. So I would say join us for another podcast if you want. You have a choice. This is America. And you another should. whiskey review. You should join us. Mm-hmm. You should. You really should. We'll have a couple more uh, topics coming up. I know we want to hit serial killers at some point. Mm. 
which actually would be a su- uh, super interesting. Dude, the mind of a serial killer yeah. is crazy. Because it all comes down to, well, I mean, they're dealing with some psychological issues. But upbringing's a huge play into it. Kind of, but it also, there's been different cases where mm-hmm. it hasn't been. Yeah, true. Like That is true. But we can hit that in that topic. Yeah, 100%. Let's go for body count, though. Like, How is that you? fucked up that I care about that? I'm curious. Uh, you know, there's also probably some that people haven't found yet. No, yeah. I mean, serial, kill- serial killers that are still present to this day that have not been caught. Like, you look at all the missing people. Yeah, the John Doe. And then you look at how rural Oregon is, Washington, Idaho. Like Dude, all Oregon these fucking has places. a serial killer. What? Yeah. Presently? The, right wh- now? Mm, I can't remember if they were ever discovered or not, but it was like the, the Highway 126. Basically, like, what runs f- from uh, the Sanyan Pass to Eugene. Yeah. There used to be a serial killer... On that high, I can't, dude. I can't remember if they were ever. Dude, you can hide a body anywhere. Ev- you can hide it anywhere and everywhere. And people won't find it. Yeah, but they were finding this person's bodies. Cause, but they, yeah, dude, it's crazy. Like I didn't even know that shit. Until yeah, I had no idea about that. I want to say it was the 126. I think that's the highway. Or that sounds like a Warm Springs highway. I don't really know. But um, dude, we should hit that. That though. is a real thing. And like Jeffrey Dahmer, who was in Washington, used to get victims out of Oregon as well and like take them back to Washington. Yeah, we should just hit a bunch of different serial killers, look at them, talk about them. There's and then ones that are, well, apparently fucking local. Yeah. It's crazy. Like, just the mind. I don't understand the processing. Like,. I don't get it. Um, and they all have different tactics. I mean, Jeffrey Dahmer is more into prostitutes versus the Dr. No was more into getting uh, prostitutes at truck stops. Like, dude, there's just the, there's the thought process yeah. there is surreal, honestly. I don't, I don't fathom any of it. But Well, thanks, guys, for joining us. We'll catch you next time. And maybe it will be about serial killers. Who knows? Or that might be a later episode. Doesn't matter. Yeah. But as always, cheers. Cheers.